If you do not have a clue, then just tweet through and ask FX Blue. Hello, it's Friday the 11th, I'm FX Blue, and this is the Market Brief. Uh, so next week we have UK employment data for May. Now, it's not even close to non-farm payroll, so we'll save the sweepstake for non-farm Friday. But it is expected to play more of a role in the UK recovery story later this year, especially after furlough ends in September. Um, it also ties in neatly with the post-Brexit story, which is still trying to elbow COVID off of all the headlines. Remember how we are still struggling to fill the roles in the hospitality sector? Well, in part, that's being attributed to the exodus of migrant workers to, back to the EU. Um, we've been here before where the economic cycle sees workers moving up the value chain. After all, who wouldn't take a better paid role with less hours if it was on offer? Perfectly reasonable. Um, but what that leaves behind is the need for lower paid uh, workers, which it's, um, it's typically provided for by migrant labour. Without this, or with significantly less now that the free movement of labour stops at Calais, um, we could see a vicious cycle developing, rising inflation, leading to higher wage demands, fueling further inflation and so on. Perhaps a headache for, on the horizon for the brains in the Bank of England keep an eye on that one. Uh, Biden arrived early for the G7 meeting in Cornwall, which provided plenty of photo opportunities with Johnson, who described him as a breath of fresh air. Or was it an air of fresh breath? Whatever the words were, he was sucking up to Biden and distancing himself from Trump standard politician behaviour. As a side note, I particularly enjoyed how social media jumped on the irony of Boris taking a plane down uh, to talk about climate change. Standard social media behaviour. Bravo. Um, Sterling continues to be range-bound. Uh, it's pretty flat and it's increasingly reactive to the dollar. Uh, yesterday we fell to about 140.75, but we recovered a cent uh, to close around 141.75, which is where we opened this morning. In the US, though, it's all about inflation. The markets were getting a bit twitchy about the prospect of a move to 3.5% inflation. And what did the data deliver? 5% inflation. And the core data, which strips out all the more volatile items, was the highest since 1992. Crikey. Markets are often guilty of a knee-jerk reaction and the dollar did rally on the back of the data. I guess old habits die hard, but when they got the memo reminding them that uh, the Fed is taking a more considered approach over inflationary pressure, those dollar gains were reversed. Um, the Fed can't really be accused of being caught unawares here. Uh, they have been careful not to predict how far inflation will rise or how quickly the rise could arrive. Um, and while it's not exactly panic stations for the Fed, this should uh, perhaps, uh, or this has rather, perhaps arrived uh, slightly quicker than Powell would have hoped for. 
Um, he will now likely um, face renewed pressure uh, to provide advanced guidance. But what did we expect? Inflation has been part of the discussion ever since the Biden bill was signed. Such unprecedented support and stimulus had to show up somewhere sooner or later. Um, and don't forget the ongoing discussions over further investment infrastructure project, uh, projects and the gung-ho approach of Treasury Secretary Yellen. This transitory inflation could easily hang about longer than most um, were, were, were originally expecting. So after the knee-jerk dollar rally, the dollar index pulled back to about the 90 level once again and euro dollar recovered from 121.40 to close around 121.70. And we head into the weekend from a launch pad of about 121.85. So that's it from me, capping off another week. Hope you've enjoyed it. Have a great weekend and do join me again on Monday. All the best. If you do not have a clue, then just tweet through and ask FX Blue. Yeah.